Hi, this is Parak Sam from Living and Working Abroad. Welcome to this week's uh, podcast. And uh, this week we're going to look at uh, the impossible dream. In EU Brexit, nothing is impossible. Uh, EU Brexit for expats is relevant to expats living and working abroad in the EU, EU because it affects many expat aspects of life for an expat, expat family and business living in the UK or UK expat living in the EU. And EU healthcare is central to that. And we've been talking a lot recently about the, the differences between each EU country and what EU expats moving cross-border uh, can expect with a new uh, a comprehensive uh, health system being introduced in Cyprus. Uh, going back to the UK, can EU and UK expats have their say in the UK May EU parliamentary vote? Um, Brexit's been postponed and nothing's over till it's over and the 29th of March was was Brexit date that was the date in law that the UK were going to leave the EU but it's now the 31st of October and many fear that that could be a nightmare with many deadlines uh, along the way um, and Brexit could happen on the first of any month before Halloween um, but only if the withdrawal treaty as it stands is accepted in the UK, something that seems impossible after last week's events. That is, unless the EU move their position and amend the withdrawal treaty, this is deemed unlikely, but not impossible, if a new commission, a new EU commission comes in, in, in June, um, after the MEP elections, and redirects a negotiation team for Brexit. Uh, this seemingly is impossible, um, uh, but also seemingly impossible, is a no-deal Brexit to be agreed by UK MPs, especially after the local elections um, in, in last, last week in the UK. These would indicate that Labour now unlikely to win any general election in the short term before Halloween. It would have been a dead end for them. Labour may judge it now that it's better to get Brexit over the line um, by agreeing with May withdrawal treaty and then push for a general election after the, the Brexit occurs, um, uh, respecting their, their voters who want Brexit and, and looking to force a UK general election in 2020 against a weakened enemy after the great battle uh, that's taken place uh, this week with the local elections. Uh, if there is a no-deal Brexit certainty now that that's not going to occur, occur because it's not in Labour's interest and not in the Tories, uh, the next uh, no-deal certainty is if the UK don't participate in the European MP elections in May, then no deal Brexit will proceed automatically before the new EU parliamentary EU Parliament sits in June. Um, and for that reason, uh, the UK government have announced uh, on the 7th of May something that people thought was impossible three years ago, um, that despite the Brexit vote and the vote to leave the EU, uh, the UK will now hold um, uh, MEP elections. This election could become a people's vote 
and both sides will promote their vested interests and opinions and all that will be reignited. <clears throat> but it could be ignored by the, the May government in, in the stubborn belief that she will agree the impossible dream of passing her withdrawal treaty. Ataturk um, led a rejuvenation of the vanquished Turkish Ottoman Empire after the First World War decimation. The young Turks inspired the creation of a new Turkey Republic as a modern state, uh, throwing off the shackles of their uh, historic uh, uh, medieval past. Uh, so here's a question. Is Turkey in or out of Europe? Well, the answer is part and part. There's an EU-Turkey trade agreement, but Turkey is not a member of the EU. Now, that's a position post-Brexit that the UK may well end up into. And a lot of the noise that we've heard is about people trying to get their vested interest about the type of future trade agreement in the UK agreed before they agreed to Brexit. But the EU's position is that they're not going to make any trade agreement until Brexit takes place and, and then they go into the negotiation. So we're left with this position like the capital of Turkey, Istanbul. It straddles the border between Asia and Europe. Is Turkey in Asia or is it in Europe? And as we saw it in 2005 in Istanbul, the impossible can happen at the margins of Europe despite the narrow dividing line between failure and success. And on May the 7th, we have, the, we, we have hope that the impossible in Europe can be achieved. Liverpool, capital of North Wales, capital of Ireland, in the British Isles, achieved the impossible in Europe and found a way to resolve the most difficult of European challenges. And so May be May can find a way. The next episode of the Brexit Game of Thrones is these European parliamentary votes in May. So can expats have their say? Well, yes, they can. And you might be surprised at which EU expats can and cannot participate in the UK vote for MEP elections. Uh, all citizens of the UK are eligible to vote in the UK MEP parliamentary elections if they're over 18 and if they're resident and if they're British citizens. But some EU expats can vote in the UK elections as well. Will they swing the events? No, but it's all very interesting because if an EU expat has uh, not just got settled status but taken up British citizenship on a dual passport basis because they've lived in uh, the UK for more than five years, they, they may have registered to vote. Um, but also certain uh, Commonwealth citizens are eligible to vote um, and there's a special uh, agreement between the British and Irish. So not only can British residents in the UK vote, Irish residents in the UK can vote in the UK election and Maltese citizens, Maltese expats living in the UK and Cyprus expats living in the UK can vote as well. The Maltese and Cyprus uh, expats living in the UK can vote in the uh, EU elections because they're members of the Commonwealth uh, and therefore eligible to vote in UK elections. Um, not all UK expats though can vote in the UK election. So if a UK expat is living in the EU, living in Cyprus, then 
if they've been registered for vote in the last 15 years, um, providing they've got time to make, get on the current voting register, then UK expats can still participate in the vote, uh, even if they're not resident in the UK currently. UK expats who have let their voting lapsed and are not resident cannot have a, a say in this deciding uh, EU uh, uh, election votes uh, that are coming up in May. The impossible may happen, uh, but a no deal Brexit because the UK will, uh, but the impossible may happen, but it won't be Brexit on a no deal basis. The UK are going to run the EU elections and that will give um, a breathing space for the UK to try and um, fight another battle to get their withdrawal treaty as it stands accepted um, in June and beyond. Um, there could be other changes, other battles along the way, um, but the, the, the Brexit situation will rumble on now into June uh, unless the, the Labour and UK uh, parties come to an agreement to allow Brexit to proceed. So we can then move on to the next round of um, uh, trade agreements. If the withdrawal treaty is accepted, then UK expats and EU expats can be reassured that their citizens' rights are maintained during the transition period, which is still scheduled to run to December 2020, and therefore healthcare transfers will, will continue to run. Nothing's impossible and certainly nothing's impossible with Brexit and keep in touch with us at projectpartnership.com uh, follow us at Living and Working Abroad on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter and uh, thanks for subscribing if you found this interesting share it with somebody uh, who, who another expat who may be interested in to hear the latest updates and if you've got a question for us ask that and maybe next time we'll feature it in the podcast from living and working abroad. This is Parak Sam. Thank you very much.